Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. Well, hey everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Fusco, and I just want to take a moment to thank you guys so much for all of the encouragement that I have received. Thank you for all of the downloads and for sharing this podcast with your friends. It's growing pretty rapidly, and that is super exciting to see. So I ask that you just keep it up. I'm I'm still in shock and awe, but let's just keep spreading this podcast around. One way that we are able to do that is by sponsorship, and I would like to take this moment to thank uh, Happy Home Birth's very first sponsor, and that is Mama Moon Birth Photography. Ashley is located in Greenville, South Carolina, so if you're in the upstate of Greenville, you definitely want to check her out. And even if you are not, you just want to look at her work because it's amazing. She does maternity, birth photography, and filmography. She does lifestyle sessions and newborn fresh 48 sessions. The thing I love about Ashley's work is that it is that it's got a very like documentary type feel to it. Um, it just it makes such beautiful, realistic life photos that you can look back on and think, oh yeah, that's exactly what that was like. So if you want to look at her photos, you can go to Instagram, mamamoon.birthphotography, or you can go to her website if you're interested in her services or want to see her galleries. It's mamamoonbirthstories.com. So be sure to check her out. If you would like to sponsor an episode, then just shoot me an email at caitlin at myhappyhomebirth.com. That's K-A-T-E-L-Y-N at myhappyhomebirth.com. And that is also where you can go and send me an email if you would like to be interviewed for the show. Now we are booking up interviews really, really fast. Um, so go ahead and give me an email if you want to, to be on because there is a, a good bit of a wait time at this point. Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and get to our interview. Today's show is incredible. It's an interview with Samantha Jones, who is a home birth mom. She had a very surprising birth story, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. Sam, thank you so much for coming on Happy Home Birth. Thank you for having me, Caitlin. I am so excited for you to share your story with the listeners because it is just incredible. And I know this from personal experience because I was able to be with you for part of your birth story. But okay. if you would like to, I would love for you to just introduce yourself to the audience and let us know about you and your family and what your typical day is like, what you do. All right. Well, my name is Samantha Jones and I am a married, happily married and a mother of now four children. Um, I'm a stay at home homeschool mom. So my typical day is normally schooling my two older ones while still chasing my two little ones. So all in all, pretty busy day, but I really wouldn't trade it for anything. That is a full plate. You're right. So what are your kids ages? I have a nine-year-old boy, a five-year-old boy, a almost two-year-old girl, and a six-week-old boy. Oh my goodness, that is a wonderful little range right there. Yes, quite the busy range too. So I was just talking to you before we started the interview about how you have actually experienced the whole gamut of birth. 
you yeah. have had hospital births, you've had a home birth, and you had a birth at the birth center with midwives. And I would love for you to tell me, just walk us through that journey of how did you start, especially from the hospital birth to deciding to have a home birth? What was that like for you? All right. So starting with my two hospital births, um, what I remember from those is my first one, it went pretty smoothly. I ended up being induced because at that time they told me I had high blood pressure. So that one was my first one. So that was kind of new for me. Um, my second one, that one I would classify as natural hospital birth. I didn't have any medication whatsoever because by the time I got to the hospital, he was pretty much being born. The doctor had enough time to come in, slap on one glove and pretty much catch him. And I remember thinking that if we had another child that I wanted to do the home birth midwife care, I had done some research on it and it sounded a lot like what I was looking for. The hospital births with nurses and doctors being in and out and constant monitoring of the baby. I, I wanted something in my own space. And so I started researching the home birth scenario. And I was talking to my husband and he said, if that's what you want to do, if you're comfortable with that, then let's go for it. And so that's when I started researching for home birth midwives and I found a awesome team for my third birth. And that's how I got started with the whole midwife journey. Okay. So very interesting. So you had actually, had you started kind of dipping your feet into the water before you had your second child? Um, Not before. It was after, it was pretty much right after I got pregnant with my third when I was researching the midwife scenario. I knew I needed to get care once I found out that I was pregnant. Um, and I knew what the hospital was like. And I really wanted to try something completely different than what I knew of before, because I didn't know if my third would be my last. And if it was my last, I wanted it to be something completely different than what I've known before. That is really interesting. So did you have any family members that that had had home birth before? Not that I know of, not on my side of the family. I think my husband said that his mom, one of her six kids was born at home, but I don't know any details beyond that. Interesting. And he was very supportive of you having a home birth. He really was. That's wonderful. Did you experience that kind of support from the rest of your family? Um, I think so. Not Really, none of my family had anything negative to say, and they really didn't have anything to say beyond that. They were just like, oh, that's what you're doing? Well, cool. Now, oh. I did have friends um, when they found out that I planned on giving birth at home. They were like, oh, my goodness, you're going to have your child at home? Like, what if something happens? And I'm like, you know, they have a backup plan in place if something were to happen, but I am completely not worried at all. I trusted my midwife team from the start. Those are great teachable moments. Yes. I loved sharing and telling people that, yes, I plan to give birth at home because it's something that you don't hear of very often. Everyone is just automatically hospital birth. And I was like, 
guys, you don't understand. This is something that is like, you really need to try it. It is undescribable, really, the feeling of being in your own space. I think that's a perfect way to to describe it. The, the idea of just being in your own space, not having to be in some place that you've never been, in a room that you don't know, with people you don't know, just being at your home is yes, so lovely. Yes, I absolutely loved that. People that I knew was a from my midwife team, building that relationship from the beginning, which is something I didn't feel with my um, OB care because you go into this room, you get like 30 seconds with the OB and then you're sent on your way. When I was um, going to my appointments with my midwife team, like we would sit there and talk for half an hour, 45 minutes, and it wasn't rushed. It was a nice calming. I didn't have any like felt rushed type of moments. It was very relaxed, very relationship building. And that meant a lot to me. Right. That's huge. It's huge to be able to build the relationship from the very beginning. And then once you get to birth time, you're just so comfortable and confident in the people that are supporting you. Yes, very much so. And how did you go about selecting your midwife? Did you interview a a number of midwives or did you just find one and feel immediately connected? I pretty much found one that I immediately connected with. When I met with her, I was like, I know. And what was it about her that that made you feel that trust? I think, if I remember right, when I met her, she was just like so calm and so friendly. And that's something that really stuck out to me. She didn't make me feel rushed in any way. She didn't make me feel she didn't make me feel like I was just a number on her calendar, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Yes, very much so. I loved her and her midwife team so much. And your it sounds like your prenatal experience was just really nice. It was. Um, I remember from going to like a normal OB office, I would sit there and most of the time I would feel like an annoyance to the nurse team. Um, if that makes any sense, like they see so many people and it's just like you're a number that they're just trying to get out the door. Right. And then my prenatal care, I felt very relaxed, very calm um, meeting with my midwife and her team. Um, I do have a tendency like when I was seeing the OB doctors, I would feel kind of nervous. Um, I really don't have an explanation why. I think it was more of just the not building that relationship and just feeling like I needed to get there and get out type of thing. But with the midwife and the home care, um, it was just it put me at ease. Like I didn't have anything to worry about. Um, normally, when I would walk into a doctor's office, I tend to freak out when they take my blood pressure. I guess they call that white coat syndrome. But when I would go to my prenatal care with the midwife, my blood pressure was always perfectly fine. So I knew that that was the right decision for me. I knew I was in the right spot. Oh, I love the way that, that that you're saying that. That makes so much sense to be able to use that kind of as a measurement of your comfort level. Yes. 
Well, so now that we've heard about your prenatal experience and how supported you felt, I would love to hear about your labor with your home birth. I know it's a very interesting one. So what made this labor so interesting? All right. So from the beginning, um, I remember a few days before um, I went into labor, I actually had a prenatal appointment with my midwife and she felt around, she checked baby and she said, everything is good to go. So we were just waiting on baby to say when she was ready to come. This is my daughter's story. Um, And so a few days had passed and I remember going to bed that night and I was like, I think I felt something, but I was just like, you know what? If I have to call her, it's going to progress. I'll wake up and everything's going to be fine. But I went to bed that evening and nothing happened. It was just that one pain. Um, And then I woke up at about seven o'clock in the morning and I had had several contractions. And I was like, there is a possibility that this could progress and we could have a baby today. So I texted my midwife and I said, I've had a few contractions. Um, I'm just letting you know. And she said, well, let me know when they get closer together. And about, I want to say 15 minutes later, I was calling her on the phone saying, my contractions are about like five minutes apart. And she's like, okay. And then I ended up having a contraction while talking to her on the phone. And she's like, that one sounded really intense. I'm on my way. Have your husband start filling the birth pool. And so I told my husband to start filling the birth pool. All the while, I was like, these are getting way intense, way closer together. And so I called my midwife back and she's like, I'm coming. I'm coming as fast as I can. And she was like, lay down. Don't be standing up because gravity is going to help bring that child down into the birth canal. And so I was like, okay, I'm laying down. And um, she stayed with me on the phone the whole time because I was a little bit nervous since everything was progressing so fast and she wasn't at my house. And you had had fast labors before. Yes, I had had one fast labor, my second child. He, his labor from the very first contraction I felt until the time that he was born was two and a half hours. Oh, man. Yes, and I made it to the hospital, like I said, just in time for the doctor to catch. (laughs) With one glove. With one glove. (laughs) Gotta add that part in there, because that makes the story, too. Of course. And so um, she kept telling me, you know, relax, just breathe. And so, like, her calmness was really helping me through that, because I was really nervous that I was going to give birth to this child without someone here that knew what they were doing, Mm -hmm. you know, like someone other than just my husband. Right. And so I remember she comes busting through my front door, running to my bedroom where I was in labor and she checked me and she's like, Samantha, I don't want you to freak out, but your baby is breech. And how did you feel when you heard that? I was a little, okay, I was a lot freaked out at that point because in my mind immediately I was like, I know that this means transferred to a hospital and I know what they would do in a hospital. They would send me directly for a C-section. And so I was a little bit on the freaked out side. Okay, a lot on the freaked out side. Right. But Understandably. (laughs) 
my midwife, she was like, I'm going to call EMS and we were just going to go from there. And then, so she called EMS. She said that she is a trained licensed midwife um, attending a planned home birth, but we have a surprise breech baby. And so the dispatcher said that EMS was on their way um, and they wanted me to not push. And my body was saying, that's funny because that's not going to happen. <laughs> sorry about it. Yeah, sorry about that. But um, my midwife, she got me into this comfortable position. She had me stand on my knees and she just kept checking the baby because she knew that this baby was going to come and there was no stopping her. Now, I do want to point out to the listeners because midwifery regulations are different in different states. Yes. Um, so in South Carolina, where this was taking place, breech births are not within regulation for home birth. Right. So that's what the issue was at this point. Yes. Um, and that also does mean that, you know, Unfortunately, midwives, because this is a lost art in South Carolina, you know, they're not typically trained for a breech birth. Right. So um, I, I was trying to go against what my body was saying. I was like, OK, they told me I can't push. So try not to. And um, by the time EMS got here, um, my daughter was born. The only thing left to come out was her head. So her whole body had been born by then. And then with my next contraction, I pushed out her head and she was born. Um, and then EMS and my midwife both checked her over, making sure that um, she was breathing all right and that there was no complications. Because I want to say someone in the room, I don't know who it was because there was a lot going on at the moment, said that the problem with breech births is sometimes that they can have problems breathing after they're born. And so they were just checking her over really well, making sure everything was fine with her. And they asked, do you want to transfer? And I, uh, at that point I was like, so shaken up. I didn't know what to think. I was like, am I supposed to, are they going to make me? And my husband, I think seen this look of like shock on my face. And he said, no, the baby's fine. We're fine we're not going to transfer. And that really meant a lot to me that he did that because I honestly did not know what to do at that point. So, Good for him. Good for him yeah. to advocate for you. Yes, that that was amazing. And then my aftercare with um, my midwife and her two apprentices, I think that's what they're called. Uh-huh. Um, they took extremely good care of me as soon as my daughter was born they got me situated they got my baby situated and then they just hung out with me for the rest of the day they stayed here for several hours and that was something that really stuck out to me with the home birth because you know in the hospital you're just like here's your baby and you have these strangers just coming in and out of the room staying for like a few seconds checking you out and then they're on their way to the next room. But the home birth and the care that they took staying several hours after giving birth, that meant so much to me. Like, I was like crying oh. and I was like, oh, oh. that meant so, so much to me. So That's much. 
That is so wonderful. Now, I do want to go back for a second. I have a few more questions about the actual birth experience. Yes. Okay, so your baby was being born and EMS is arriving as as she is being born. Yes. What do you remember? I'm sure you were you were kind of in your labor zone, but do you remember what the dialogue was between the midwife and the EMS? What were they trying to do? What was the midwife doing? Um from what I remember, I'm trying to remember all of the details that were pretty much a blur, but um, I remember my midwife, she was the first one to check the baby out, um, and she checked her over really well, and I think EMS was trying to more persuade us to transfer, and my midwife was more advocating for me and my family um, making sure that I was comfortable with whatever decision needed to be made. She told me that my baby looked fine. Um, she's breathing really well. So it's completely up to you what you feel like you need to do. And so that's when my husband then said, everything checks out. We're just going to stay here at the house. So, so that she so the, advocated for me was awesome. That's great. And so she and the the EMS, they got along relatively well. Yeah, it seemed like the EMS that showed up at my house, they got along pretty well. They didn't really say much of anything, really. Once the baby checked out fine, they were just like, well, okay. But there was something that did stick out to me. There was a sheriff that showed up and she was like, I don't really need to be here, but I heard that a baby was being born, so I wanted to come. And so that that was hilarious to me. If I could have laughed at that moment, I really would have. So I have to interject at this point because full disclosure, I was one of the apprentices at this birth. Yes, you were. (laughs) And so I had to drive to Sam's house. She lives about an hour away from me. So when I got the call from Elizabeth, this is just a few months after I had had my daughter. It was the first birth that I was going to without my daughter. I was leaving her with my mother-in-law. And so I get the call from the midwife and she was like, Sam's in labor. You need to hurry. You need to go as fast as you can. So I call it, I called it Cruella-ing. That's when you drive like a crazy person to someone's house. (laughs) So I Cruella'd all the way to her house. And when I am pulling up, or actually I was about three minutes out, my GPS said, And I see an ambulance in front of me and I see that they are turning exactly where my GPS is turning. And then they get kind of ahead. And then I went around another corner and there they are again. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, praying, dear God, please don't let this be Sam. Please don't let anything be going wrong because I hadn't heard from the midwife. Um, so I pull into her little, the little road that she lives on and there is a fire truck. There is an ambulance. There is a sheriff's car. And I'm thinking, what on earth is going on? And I am almost in tears, but trying to hold it together because I have no clue what's happening. So I run into the, into her house, run back. And there were these people trying to put a stretcher in her room. So there's this big water pool. There's the the birth pool is set up. There's these two men trying to put a stretcher in there. And I'm like, what on earth is going on? So I, they told me to stay in the hall. 
And I waited for a second or two, but then finally I was like, no, I'm going in this room. My midwife might need me. I'm coming in. So I just snuck in and I look and see what's happening. And my midwife was like, um, baby's breech. And I look over and the baby has been born to the umbilicus already and is just, you know, there, there, which I, I'm sure that any midwives listening to this will totally understand this. So whenever you practice something, you are sure to have it happen at the next birth or two. It, it happens with neonatal resuscitation. Anytime you get your resuscitation renewed, like you're probably going to have to use it sometime soon. And my midwife had just been teaching myself and the other apprentice what to do in the case of a breech birth. So like I had said earlier, that's not something that we're typically trained in. But it it is something that is very useful to know, especially for situations like this. Where when it was not planned. Exactly. When there is there's no concern of a breech birth until, oh my goodness, it's a breech birth and this is a fast labor. Yeah. So she had just gone over the very specific instructions and how you don't touch the baby. You know, that is the number one thing, hands off the baby. And she had taught us a maneuver that a um a midwife in another state had taught her where you you hold on to the the mother's shoulders and there's a, a quick little back and forth movement. And at this point, I don't remember exactly what what everything was. This was years ago. So um, but anyway, so it was pretty incredible because she had just been going over breech birthing pretty extensively and then had to use it. And then the other thing that I wanted to mention that that Sam, you might not remember happened but the EMS was trying to to give the t- trying to birth the baby for her. They were trying to move the midwife, and the midwife was like, uh, "You don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> let me take care of this, please." And so they stepped back. But the one thing they were very adamant on was putting was giving Sam oxygen. So they made her wear a, an oxygen tube over her face, and it was just the oddest thing that they really felt she needed some extra oxygen at that moment (laughs) but from my perspective that's how I viewed the birth and it was just quite a circus scene but it It went (laughs) yeah but it went beautifully and and that's what I was so impressed with was that everyone there even though it was really way too many people in a tiny room (laughs) they were very supportive and very kind with the whole situation they were that stretcher though. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was really funny. It was just like, what are you going to do? Are you gonna put this woman and her baby hanging out of her <laughs> on a stretcher? That just doesn't where are you gonna take her? Right. Right mid birth, you know. <laughs> it was a very odd situation for sure. Uh definitely a unique birth that I am never going to forget. And I love telling the story because it is so unique. It sure is. So where were your your other two sons while this was going on? My other two, my older two sons were with their grandma, who was also trying to get to my house as fast as she could. Okay. Um, And so my other two kids were with grandma at the time. Because I didn't expect my daughter to be born that weekend. I thought for sure with the rate that she was going, she was going to make me go the full 40 weeks. And I was like praying. I was like, I'm ready for this girl to be born. Because once I reach about like 35 weeks, I'm like, okay, 
I'm really done. I really want this baby to be born. (laughs) I know that last month is the longest month. Yes. It all went fast up until that last month. And I was like, man, I was really excited about the home birth too. So I was like really wanting the time to get here for her to be born so I could have this home birth experience. Now, were you hoping that your sons would be there for the birth? Um, it really didn't bother me one way or the other with my sons. I don't know how they would have reacted to it. I think my oldest one probably would have thought it was cool. And then the other one, I think, may have been a little bit freaked out. Mm-hmm. But it really didn't bother me one way or the other if they were going to be here or not. Right. Just to go with the flow attitude. Right. I was very much, you know, in that moment, I'm going to be focusing on having this baby. So in the background with the boys, whatever's going on, fine by me. That makes sense. So I would love to hear your next experience. I I don't know that you can top your breach birth story because <laughs> that one's incredible. But what was it like? You mentioned um, to me before we started the interview how you did not have a home birth with your last child. What was your most recent experience like? All right. So my most recent experience, I had a baby six weeks ago and I did the birthing center experience with that with midwives. Um, the one that I went to, everything was really fine. I felt more that they resembled my hospital, my OB prenatal visits. It was very much like in, we would chat a few minutes and then I would be on my way. It wasn't as relaxed as my home birth midwives were. It very much followed the normal, like you go to the doctor's office, you go to the doctor's office and then they spend a couple of minutes with you and then say, See you in a month when you come back. Um, So my prenatal care actually went really fine. Um, Then Labor Day came. The day of labor came. Right. (laughs) And where I live to the birth center is almost an hour away on good traffic days. Let traffic be a problem and it's a little over an hour away. So I was like praying. I was like, Lord, please don't let me go into labor during rush hour. Just let me get to the birth center on time. I was very nervous with this pregnancy that I wasn't with my home birth pregnancy. And I don't know if it was more of me remembering the excitement from my home birth or if it was more I knew I had to get to somewhere to have my baby. And I want to say that was more of my fear was going into labor at my house and not making it to the birth center. I was afraid I was either going to have my baby at home alone or I was going to have my baby in the car and end up, you know, on the news or something. Right. (laughs) Another very interesting story. Another very interesting story that, of course, would probably happen to me. Now, for the audience's understanding, it wasn't that you decided not to have a home birth because of your last birth, but your midwife moved away for one, correct? Yes, she moved away, and I was so super sad. I was like, no, you can't move. Very heartbreaking. 
it was very heartbreaking because I really did feel a really good friendship with her. And I knew if I ever did have another child that she was going to be the one I was going to go to for another home birth because I just I felt that immediate click going through my third pregnancy with her. Right. And I didn't do the home birth because of insurance complications. I had to go somewhere where they told me to go. And that is very frustrating for me to hear. Yes, I was super bummed and frustrated because I really did want to have a home birth again. But because of the uh, complications with insurance, I had to go somewhere where they told me to go. Mm -hmm. And not to get on a soapbox here, but it it's just very bothersome how, you know, if you look at. So, for example, some people use health share accounts instead of insurance mm -hmm. and those companies will typically cover like for example the one that my husband and I have it covers the home birth 100% because they know that in general home births save them thousands and thousands of dollars so they cover the whole thing you don't even have to pay your deductible yet when you go to a typical insurance company they won't even cover a home birth though when you look at the statistics home births are incredibly safe and and very cost effective. Yes, that's something that frustrates me too, just knowing that they are willing to spend so many thousands of dollars just to send women to a hospital versus they could save a lot with a home birth as long as everything is safe, like mother and baby are safe. Right. But yeah, so I went to the birthing center and like I said, it I didn't have really any complaints. I It just was not the same feeling for me that I had with my home birth midwife. It very much felt routine, like my OB care felt. Well, how big was the, the practice? How many midwives were on staff? Oh, goodness. I want to say there's close to 10, I want to oh, say. Yeah, that's a lot. Yes. So I tried to see, I don't know if I really seen all of them. I think there were a few that I never got the chance to meet, but yes, there was, it's a pretty large practice for the nurse midwives and yeah, it very much felt routine like my OB care felt and I, my whole pregnancy, I was like missing my home birth team and missing my home birth like experience mm -hmm. through that care. Oh. Now, how did the actual labor go once it was time for you to have the baby? All right. So I start getting my contractions and um, I was like, okay, I don't have time to wait around. I have to leave the house. I called the um, midwife on call and I told her that I think I'm in labor. I wasn't really sure because with my fourth pregnancy, I was getting a lot of Braxton Hicks contractions. And that's something that I had never felt in any of my three pregnancies. Oh, wow. My Braxton Hicks contractions started at about 28 weeks and stayed there through the rest of my pregnancy. And I started to ignore them just because they would start and then they would quit. And I was like, okay, so this is not going to be anything to think about. And so when I called the midwife, I told her that I think I'm in labor, but I wasn't sure because of the Braxton Hicks that I had been feeling for so long. 
And I asked her, should I come in and be checked out? Or should I just kind of wait and see what happens? And I reminded her that I have fast labors, like at max, my labors last for two hours from the start of the first contraction. And she told me, she was like, it is completely up to you. Um, You know your body. So that was kind of reassuring that the midwife that happened to be on call, she was like, you know your body. If you want to come, that's no problem. If they if they stop while you're on your way, you can always turn around and go back home. And so my husband was at work at the time. Luckily, I had my mom staying here who was able to drive me to the birth center. And so we get loaded up and I start heading to the birth center and my contractions started picking up. So I called the midwife back and I said, the contractions are picking up. So I am definitely coming to the birth center. And the midwife that I was talking to, she said, I'm going to call the backup midwife because uh, she was actually at the hospital with a mother who decided to birth in the hospital. Okay. Yes. So she's like, I'm going to have another midwife meet you there. Just get there as fast as you can. And so we're driving, and of course, this all started during rush hour, and it was pouring down rain outside, which caused people to also drive slow. Oh, no. Yes. And I get Cruella. I know. They're like, no matter what lane we got in, people would slow down. And I was like, get out of the way. Get out of the way. We need to go. Because I was like, my body's not going to play around with this. It's going to push this baby right on out. So your your husband wasn't with you at that point, just your mom? No, just my mom at the time. My husband was at work, and I had to call him out of work to meet me at the birth center. How far was he from the birth center? Uh, from his work, I think it's about 20 minutes. But he also has a 15-minute walk out to his car. Oh, So, yes, I called him and I was like, I am on my way. You need to get there as fast as you can. So he's like, "Okay, I am coming. So my mom and I get at the birth center. Um, At the birth center, they wanted to check my blood pressure first. Um, And I think that's pretty much all they checked. They wanted to check my blood pressure and going back to me and my blood pressure being taken. I hate it. And so I had the nervousness of making it to the birth center on time, the nervousness of getting behind all of that traffic, and then just being in labor in general. I was like freaking out. And they took my blood pressure and they were like, your blood pressure is kind of high. We're probably going to have to transfer you. And then as soon as they said the word transfer, I was like, extra freaking out because at that point, my contractions, I want to say were like two minutes apart and they took it one more time and they said, well, we're going to go with the first number that we got. We're just going to go ahead and admit you and have you stay here at the birth center. And so I said, yes, secretly deep down. I was like, yes, I get to stay. Good for you. (laughs) And so my labor, my labor was progressing. My contractions were getting closer together. 
and they had their birth tub all set up. And going back, I planned a water birth for my third, but because she came so fast and so unexpectedly breech, I didn't get my water birth part of my home birth. Right. So this was my chance to get the water birth part. And so I got in the birthing tub and I was trying to push my my son out and it felt like he was just not coming. I remember the midwife saying, his head is right here. His head is right here. Keep pushing. And I was like, you keep telling me this and he's not coming out. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I remember he was actually my the hardest one I had pushing out. I don't know why, but um, it felt like it took me more effort to push him through the birth canal and through like the whole birthing thing just felt more painful. And I really don't know why. I don't know if it was because I was so nervous and already like all of these emotions balled up. But I did find out that he was my biggest baby. So that's probably what it was. Ah, very. It's interesting that that was, there was more discomfort in your fourth baby than your breech birth. Yes. My, my fourth, the whole pregnancy was actually harder on me than it was with my prior three. Um, they told me that I ended up developing what they called SPD, which is some type of pelvic stretching disorder or something like that. I guess my body was producing a lot of the relaxing hormone, which caused my pelvic bones to start separating. Ouch. Yes. It was very, very painful. And I like, oh, I kept trying to get comfortable and there was just no comfortable. Mm. But his, his birth um, was definitely my hardest but I did get my water birth. That's great. So how long did you end up pushing and how long were you actually in labor? Um, I want to say labor wise, let's see, it was just shy of two hours. I started labor at 3.15 in the afternoon and he was born at 5.11. So you were not at that birth center very long either. No, I was not at the birth center very long. Um, They normally say that you stay for six hours after birth, but I was only there for four hours. They said, you're doing fine. Baby's doing fine. You're welcome to stay longer if you want to, but if you want to go home, you are more than welcome. And so we left at the four hour mark and we came home. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yes. That is something that I really do like about, um, even with the birth center is that I wasn't I want to say stuck in the hospital for two to three days. Right. I was able to go home and just relax in my own space. Now the midwife that was on call, what was your relationship with her? Like how did she help you through the, the birth experience compared to your previous experience? Um, The midwife that um, delivered my baby at the birth center. um, I had actually seen her for the first time. I want to say, two weeks before I actually gave birth was my first time seeing that specific midwife. Um, She was actually the one that almost transferred me to the hospital, but then she realized that I would most likely birth that baby in the car before we even reached the hospital. 
Oh. Which the hospital is not that far away. It's literally, literally like a rock's throw away from the birth center. But by the time they would get me, the midwife, and someone to drive the vehicle um, over to the hospital, that they might as well have just kept me at the birth center. Right. I didn't but she, have the same relationship with those midwives like I did with the midwife that I had at home. But was she more, you know, so compared to your OB birth and your, so comparing all three of them really, I guess, where did she fall in line and how did she handle your birth? Were you able to birth in whatever position you wanted? It, it sounds like, I mean, you were able to have a water birth, so that was good. <laughs> yes. Um, she, she very much uh, was bet. I kind of feel bad saying better than the OB, but you kind of know what I'm saying. Um, she, I liked her better than my two hospital births. <clears throat> um, she was supportive when I wanted to do the water birth. Um, she was coaching me on, you know, just staying calm since I did have a slightly higher blood pressure at that moment. Um, and then she was very very caring. But um, I will say that none of my births top the home birth and the prenatal care that I had with um, with my home birth midwife. Well, that's good that you still were able to have a, a really good experience with her and that she was supportive. I do feel like um, that, at least for our community, our local community, since the birthing center attached to the hospital has opened up. It's really been a birthing game changer for so many women who aren't quite comfortable with the home birth, but still really want the natural birthing experience and the experience of a midwife. Um, I feel like that's been a really, really wonderful option for them. Yes, I do like that option as well. Like you said, it gives the women that aren't comfortable being at home, it, they still have the reassurance in the back of their mind they are able to say that um okay i'm i don't want the birth center birth please transfer me to the hospital if they decide that during their labor they're not comfortable being at the birth center they do have the option to going over to the hospital and finishing their birthing there that is great yes and their midwife follows them over there oh that's well good that's good to have the continuity of care as well yes so sam what would you say to a mother who is considering a home birth? What are your recommendations for preparation, for finding the right midwife, and for going through the whole process? Um, so for finding a midwife, I would definitely um, meet with w one or several that you have picked out. And once you find that like connection with your midwife, I think that's your answer. Like You know there's just this this trust, this feeling that there's no doubt. So I think that that is something that will help is just knowing that you have that relationship with your midwife and her team. Um, just knowing that you're not going to be a bother to your midwife. That's something that really stuck out to me because I always have this, I don't want to call it a fear, but this thing in the back of my mind where I don't want to be that person that feels like the pest or the bother I was never, never made to feel that way with my midwife. And I think that's something that is good to go through with when you're picking a midwife too. make sure that you just have that relationship between the both of you. 
I think that's really fantastic advice. I, I feel like sometimes maybe just women in general, I, I know that I felt that way before can feel like, Oh, I don't want to ask because I don't want her to feel like she has to do something special. And, but that feeling of that's, I mean, that's what her job is. That's what she loves to do. So knowing that you're not, you're not a burden. Yes. Great advice. Yes, definitely not a burden. And I would say if there is anyone that makes you feel that way, then they're probably not the right match for your birth team. Good point. Sam, I cannot thank you enough for coming on and sharing your story with us. It's been so interesting and so different from what a lot of people have experienced. The fact that you were able to have a home birth, breech birth, at least in our state, is really incredible and very rare. So thank you so much for sharing your story and your wisdom with my audience today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Caitlin. I really love sharing my birth story. So I I really appreciate the opportunity. Wonderful. Well, we'll keep up with you, Sam. Awesome. Thank you, Caitlin.